You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. Yeah, just for this episode. I just got back from Disney World, Florida, with those uh, blue Star Wars drinks. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw that they're. Uh, it's pretty packed, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It took a lot of uh, hand shook a lot of the cast members. <laughs> Jafar yeah. and uh, and Ray. Goofy actually took off his gloves to shake my hand. <laughs> and it was wet. It was like soggy. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so here's the rules. Like, you can't, like, sit and drink, but if you're moving and you're outside and you're eating, then it's okay. You're immune to the yeah. virus. You outsmarted. The, oh, the as long as you're moving. <laughs> as long as you're moving. Stupid. I actually, yeah, moving and eating or whatever. Cancels it out. I, yeah. I, I actually, because if there's food in your mouth, the virus can't get in there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, you just stuff your fucking face. <laughs> fill all your holes i actually did get back from florida but Uh-oh. i was at i was at the beach uh a secluded national park uh which is like a strip of land in between the bay and the gulf and it was very cool and very nice and there's all this wildlife and uh and socially distanced there weren't a lot of people um and it was yeah white sands and stingrays and heron and Hell yeah. jumping fish that sounds pretty Honestly, cool. one of the best things you can do. I, I went to, in August, I did a couple trips up to Lake Superior and the Boundary Waters um, near the Canadian border. And it was gorgeous and, like, deserted and really good. Actually, the North Shore was not deserted. But the Boundary Waters, like, canoe in, don't see anyone for five days, do a lot of uh, do a lot of things that might not, that are legal some places. <laughs> And um, and then leave, and uh, it's fantastic. Beautiful. So, I love the national parks. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, visited our Angeles National Forest uh, recently. It's uh, kind of smoky. It's uh, a lot of fires. You know, it's a little it's... different. I don't know. I bet if you guys have been there recently. Uh, no, I'm keeping. <laughs> I'm keeping steering clear. Uh, man, that shit's rough. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, here we got uh, Storm Sally coming on in, but honestly, like, I'm not that worried. Like, they always say it's going to be like, they said we're going to have a double hurricane, and it it didn't even rain here. Um, it, it got bad some places, so these, these things still are serious, but I just don't think it's going to hit us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, It'll just hit Texas. Yeah. Do we need Texas? It's a big target. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So I just, I guess, to keep with the format of the show, should we just mention what we're drinking real quick? Yes, we should. Quentin, that looks dark. I don't know what that, what that is. It's a, it's a Cuba Libre. Cuba Libre. Mm, uh, sans, uh, sans lime. So it's just a rum and coke then. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Tim, what do you got? Shout out Cuba. Uh, I am <laughs> drinking uh, blue Gatorade. 
<laughs> but but also I I will crack open this truly pineapple hard seltzer. Mm. Yum. Why not mix the two? I think I. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. Actually. <laughs> Why don't I? Try um, that? I had my first white claw. Yes. This sir. summer, mm-hmm. which was fun. Um, and those things are dangerous, but they did make me feel like shit. Like. They're extremely easy to drink, but also they make you feel horrible. I, f- so, I feel like if we were, yeah, four years younger or something in college, that's all that we probably. Yeah. Would oh drink. my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still like a claw. I, I'll take a claw. A claw's a claw's good. I oh my god, I was so hungover after the first night. I had two shots of tequila and a beer. I think. Oh my god. <laughs> I I had more than one beer, but it was still rough. Like I don't like tequila. Yeah. Tequila is like strong i i mean if anyone has been listening for a while and and hears me on this podcast they know that i've been drinking margaritas for like the last year um and uh yeah i still make a lot of margaritas but tonight i am drinking a a wisconsin old-fashioned brandy old-fashioned a home hometown classic wow love it those are uh always strong uh too strong for my taste. Uh, um, yeah. Because I have a weak nose. <laughs> this Wisconsinites just add a shit ton of sugar and, like, uh, you, you put a maraschino cherry and, a, and an orange wedge in there, and it just is delicious. It's fantastic. Adding a ton okay. of sugar is the is the secret ingredient to making a very good caipirinha. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. You just oh, load it with sugar. I have never had one still, but they... I mean, they sell cachaça, like, everywhere now, so... Yeah, I mean, I made a pretty decent one not too long ago. Um, and I thought I put in, like, the right amount of sugar, and then, like, after I finished the drink, there was just a whole layer of just, like, unmixed sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what's ha- that's what's great about a Wisconsin Old Fashioned, because if you just use, like, a sugar cube or, like, a spoon of sugar, you're just, like, sipping down granules at the end. Mm-hmm. It's the best part. Mm-hmm. I love it. Are, are we getting the big, I, uh... the mixture happening to him yep and it, it actually is really good pineapple truly <laughs> and blue gatorade you see like gross i feel like uh lately uh some of the like runs or races that i've run uh at the end they have like now white claws or like hard seltzer that they give away instead of like beer so I yeah feel like it could be a strategic move for gatorade to move into that direction of like mm-hmm. hard, hey mix this with your hard seltzer yeah alcoholic uh, gatorade you know we could sell I mean, tubs of Gatorade powder, but make it alcoholic too. Yeah, there you go. It's like uh, four loco. Yeah. They. Uh, I mean, my buddies. So, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the intricacies of. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. To a certain Riot sort of Juice. Familiar. Riot Juice. Riot Juice, which is literally just blue Gatorade and Everclear. <laughs> um, and uh, my my buddies would make that made that twice on uh badger game days in college and it was always like a once a season thing and it was always like a hey guys we're getting ready for this <laughs> don't plan on doing anything for the next week interesting that you would go uh, with blue when and it the was... badgers are red well so riot i think riot riot juice has to be blue i think if you're going to be screen accurate um, but I feel like you're doing the but, school uh, a service by making it blue. 
I agree. I I mean, I also prefer fruit punch Gatorade, but if I'm gonna drink any Gatorade, it's gonna be lemon lime, because that is the, mm-hmm. I mean, the er Gatorade, mm-hmm. but it's, it's the best. Yeah, I was in the shower not too long ago thinking about, like, oh, I remember how my old apartments used to smell, like, like the night before a party, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. And What, is it just alcohol fumes? Yeah, that and yep. other, other fumes. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Everclear <laughs> fumes and those other ones, and it, it just hit me today. Man. I was like, yeah, that that's, I don't know why I'm remembering that smell right now, but it made me nostalgic. It's, it's, it is nostalgic, but it's also just bad. It's just not... <laughs> It's just a bad smell. Yeah, that too. I was like, yeah, cheap, I can't believe I lived through that. <laughs> and I was okay with cheap, that. Cheap, sweet beer. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's not good. Uh, I remember my but. first college party. Um, I was served diesel. And I drank it uh, straight. Uh, and I was speaking Spanish. I don't know if you guys... Like diesel yeah. gasoline? <laughs> Diesel fuel? <laughs> oh, diesel the alcohol, which is basically... What is diesel the alcohol? That sounds like some Space. sort of cheap southern knockoff, or I don't know. Yeah. It's in the it's in the ballpark of Everclear. Okay. I prefer gasoline. Um... I, I think you could power a car with both of these. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah. But so, the other thing, I think it only... There's only certain states wherever you can buy full-strength Everclear. Wisconsin is one of them, obviously. Um, oh. So yeah, you can no just buy around. like ninety six percent alcohol, like grain uh, grain alcohol, and uh, and just die. Um, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's the best way to make uh, like good tasting like jungle juice or WAP mm-hmm. is uh, is Everclear because you don't have to add much and it doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like burning. <laughs> so yeah, my favorite. My favorite uh, creations whenever people just like mixed every kind of juice or gate yeah. like Gatorade and just turned brown. <laughs> yeah, it was it's always just disgusting. Horrible. And I was like, not I'm good. Not drinking that. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm out of that phase. I'm glad I'm like, hey, I'll make you a drink, and I have like a a, a home bar and everything. You and got like a bar cart stuff to. I don't have a bar cart. Uh, my bar is currently in a box on the floor in my kitchen. <laughs> Wait, can you turn your camera so we can see it? Oh, it's, or is, I, can we it's, not see it from where you're it's sitting? It's not close. Okay. It's like it's in the dark over there. But like, it is a Captain Morgan box that I've had for like three years, and it's just full of. I think there's probably like 15 bottles of liquor in there, of varying, like types and, and degrees. Do you ever just make yourself jungle juice uh, or nostalgia by just God, no. pouring a pouring a shot of everyone into a glass? And you're like, let me pick <laughs> up this Migos. <laughs> oh, one of everything. <laughs> no, thank you. A flaming mo. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about to do that. <sighs> yeah, some things are better left in the past. Yeah, the only orange liqueur I have right now is um, Patron. Uh, Citron, which is very good, but it is made from tequila, so you can't mix it with, basically, you can only mix it with other tequila. Um, and it's a huge disappointment, because I've tried it with whiskey and brandy, and neither one work. <laughs> and it's like, man, can't do it. I, I want everybody to know, I made a peach pie recently. Nice. Ooh. 
and it was pretty good. God. I think I, I chickened out and I only added half a cup of sugar. Maybe I should have added a full cup of sugar. Yeah. Mm. How are the peaches Not as though? Not my mom's. Uh, decent. They're fresh. Yeah. Decent. So are they? Are you looking for like a firm consistency on the peaches, or are they supposed to be kind of mushy? I like them to hold their shape, but be like so like like soft as warm butter. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. don't want any so, crunch or resistance. When you cut them up, you you still want, like, firmness. Yeah, and then when they bake, yeah. they're soft. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I get that. A la mode or, mom, or not? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I wish, but those days are, are over. And <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. My poor constitution cannot handle anymore. <laughs> and I found this vanilla uh, coconut ice cream at Target I like. But then it, it kind of just tastes like coconut ice cream, not vanilla. Yeah, coconut coconut is like, it has a good texture, but everything does just end up tasting like coconut. Luckily, I like coconut, but it's, hey. I can't go back. Mm-hmm. I, my mom, for a couple of summers in a row, got just like a couple bushels of peaches and just made a shit ton of preserves. And I still have some in my freezer, and one of the best things to do is just top, top them, top ice cream with the peach preserve. Ooh. It's so it good. Sounds refreshing. Oh it God. is delicious. Um, but speaking of ice cream, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about food on this food podcast uh, some more, but I, um, over the summer, I did get to go to uh, Abel Brewhouse in Minneapolis, which is this awesome brewery. Um, they have some great beers but at the same place uh or like right across the way is this awesome um ice cream shop that i'm forgetting the name of and i'm gonna look it up now but they have so every day they have uh two flavors or they have four flavors two uh dairy and two non-dairy uh and vegan um and when i went it was uh they had a strawberry oat milk uh, and a funfetti birthday cake oat milk ice I'm cream. i that. So- soft oh, serve. Def- that's, you've checked a lot of boxes for me. It was <laughs> so fucking good. And, like, you could get a swirl of the two. Um, and it was just, like, the perfect, like, strawberry funfetti birthday cake ice cream. And it didn't give you the shits. It's oat milk ice cream, and it was fantastic. It was so good. Okay, so oat milk, I say, is a superior dairy substitute. Oh, yeah, for sure, without a question. Absolutely. It's It's so good. The creamiest, the oats are, like, environmentally friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's way better. They don't use up as much water as almonds. And even the almond, it just tastes like water. Yeah. Yeah. It's almond water. Like I, I get that oat world. What's it called? Oatly. Oh, uh, not Oatly. Oat planet. Planet oat. Planet. Um, oat. Blue planet. Planet oat. Planet oat. I think it's yeah. like silks. Uh, it's like the silk version of oat. Yeah. Oat milk ice cream. It's very good. And they sell an extra creamy version. Yes. That has something in it. I don't know. <laughs> but. Um. The the ice cream place is called Minnesota Nice. Uh, Minnesota ice cream, ah. um, which is it's very good. It's it's literally right next to Able Able Seed House and Brewery, so you get your cup of ice cream, 
and then you go over and you get a crowler and uh, and you crack them and they're delicious and they're currently doing the um, I don't know if you've you guys have been to any breweries around you but a lot of places are doing um, a collaboration called black is beautiful um, where they brew uh, all the proceeds of this beer and each brewery has a different one but all the proceeds go to um, either Black Lives Matter in in the town that they're in or uh, black-owned and black-run charities um, in their areas. That's really cool. So definitely definitely check out your breweries and definitely get some Black is Beautiful. Yeah, that's I will, I'll check that out because yeah. there's a bunch of breweries near my house. Yeah, New Orleans definitely, I'm positive they have some Black is Beautiful. Nice. Are your breweries also manufacturing hand sanitizer? Yes, some of them are. Um, a lot of the a lot of the distilleries in Minneapolis are, um, and you'll see like their big like ninety percent um, alcohol hand sanitizer bottles on like local businesses. That's cool. But yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. Oh, Jackson, jumping back to the peace preserves, that just reminded me of holes and sploosh. Yes. How I always wanted to eat those peaches because they look so good. When it, those, like, That's what I imagine sploosh tastes like. Yeah, hundred year old peaches or whatever. They yeah. Ah. Uh, Which is we should do holes. Let's do holes. We should do holes. That's a really good call. Yeah. Ah. Some some get some mid mid career shia. Yeah, and we can get some uh, sunflower seeds and eat those on the pod. That would sound awful in the beginning. <laughs> just a crunch and then <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of sunflower seeds this summer um, we in the Boundary Waters it's like the most fun thing you can do because you don't have internet for a week mm-hmm. so it's like we, we literally like sat around played cards smoked weed and ate <laughs> sunflower seeds I think I talked about fantastic. these before on the podcast but I had these um, I believe they were from uh, I want to say Indonesia but they were these um, almond-flavored um, or vanilla-flavored uh, sunflower seeds. Whoa. Yeah, and they came in different flavors. Sweet sunflower yeah, seeds. Yeah, they were kind of like a sweet snack, but they were, like, Ooh, really addictive. Or the, No, no, no. Here's, here's like what that. they were. They were coconut-flavored. Ooh. That's what they were flavored. Okay. I am into that. I would fuck up a pina colada-flavored uh, <laughs> sunflower seed. It's just, it's such a savory snack in my head, so it's hard to, like, just suck the salt off and the weird bacon flavoring or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Ugh. Have you guys, I'm, I have, I broke my streak of not going to a restaurant the entire, uh, the entirety of lockdown last weekend because I was in Indiana and, uh, my girlfriend's dad doesn't know we're uh, doesn't know we're leftist or like or left of center even. Um, so if we refused, it'd be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, but yeah, I, have you guys been to restaurants at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have not. Yes, we have. Yeah. Uh, I got I, I got don't. takeout tonight. Nope. So yeah, I've I've gotten takeout a shit ton. Yeah. Um, but you're but referring not... to like sitting down at a place. Yeah, yeah sitting down at a place. Yeah. I've only been, I've been twice, and they were both in Chesterton, Indiana. <laughs> um, 
which felt really weird. But yeah, New Orleans yeah. is all like, yeah, open the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. And then you come in wearing a mask, and you sit down, and then once the food arrives, it's like, okay, who cares? <laughs> now you yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, I was driving by a restaurant, um, which thankfully like closed their indoor seating, so they're only serving outdoor seating. But this was negated by the fact that there was, like, a dude standing outside, like, not too far away from, like, the seating area, just vaping. And then, like, a whole gaggle of older men um, that were, like, drinking uh, beers uh, with no masks on. Just, like, you know, very Mm -hmm. close to each other. So, you know, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I, yeah. And then, yeah, like, bars in madison are like open and and serving people and like you see people in line wearing masks and then like what the fuck are they gonna do inside uh once they get a a beer or whatever yeah i got a email from uh the spurs bar that i go to to watch tottenham hotspur and they're saying like yeah "Yeah, we're we're reopening and i was like (laughs) first of all what do we do when we're there we're 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 chanting we're singing yelling all these Shouting things as loud as possible. exactly there and you get a few drinks into these these individuals and they're gonna start like taking their masks off just so they can drink better you know it, it just yeah. does not seem like a good idea so i got up this morning yeah watched uh, my pitiful tottenham hotspur flounder about for 90 minutes and then i was just very frustrated today <laughs> yep uh, wow yeah i yeah i can't i can't imagine and like NFL started this weekend and they're at 25% capacity that blew my mind like, like watching the, the season opener it's <laughs> nuts the Chiefs and the, the, the Texans yeah uh, just awful. like and yeah all the other sports leagues have been like no fans and then the NFL is just like hey fuck it <laughs> we're just gonna do it um, and as far as I know well so Minnesota United had the option to let fans in and they're deciding not to um, and they would they would have let them in at twenty five percent capacity, but they they have decided like, hey, we're not going to do it Good for them. Um, and uh, I don't know what the rest of MLS is like, but like NBA is clearly they're not going to do it. Um, I'm pretty sure the MLB isn't, um, because they've had their own issues with keeping people safe. Yeah, and so like more players with have the NFL sick. just <laughs> so far. Yeah, and just with. The, with the NFL just saying, like, hey, fuck it, we're just, like, not going to do it. We're just going to, like, we're still going to have fans. It's just, it's ridiculous. I'm going to give it five weeks before they cancel the season altogether. I, yeah, I really don't. And, like, not every not every player's wearing face masks. Yeah, no, it's really consistent. Um, yeah, I, it's just, yeah. I, I could not bring myself to watch the Packers today. But it was nice to see that they beat the Vikings, because... Everyone here likes the Vikings. Uh, do you guys hear about uh, the NBA had like players at uh, Disney World? Yes. And yeah. had them like <laughs> locked in this, like locked in the amusement park, like it's some sort of like hugger games or something. Yep. <laughs> well, but then yeah, yeah. But they were still leaving to go have sex, and then they were like spreading COVID around. Yep. <laughs> I remember uh, not too long ago, I was like on YouTube or whatever, and I got an ad for uh, like Sour Patch Kids, which great candy. Like, but the ad yeah. was like, 
uh, Sour Patch Tropical Kids. It's like, enter for a chance to win a trip to Florida. <laughs> like, uh, what year are you talking about? Like, yeah. maybe like a month ago. <laughs> like, at the height Wait of, like, uh, the height of, uh, maybe Florida's infection rate. God. Yeah. But, you know, it's yeah, there was a player, uh, for the Houston Rockets who had an unsanctioned guest, uh, show up, like, maybe a week ago, or less than a week ago, and they were just like, yeah, he can't return. But... Yeah, at that point, and yeah, there they were, the Rockets were already out. So it, I think the they yeah. were just like F it. It seems like it seems like early on the NBA was like was they kind of didn't know what was going on, and they were a little lax about it. But as time went on, it got more and more um, like they were better about it. But it's still like I don't. What's gonna happen when the regular season comes along? Are they still gonna be in the bubble? Because they're still going to do the regular season, right? Uh, like, starting in, like, December or something? Yeah, I feel like they might just... I, I don't know. Depending on how the NFL goes, I think they might open it back up to arenas yeah. and letting the teams travel on their private jets, which also don't have any repercussion to uh, the environment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, MLB doing home, home stadiums. Just like, come on, Yeah, guys. it should just be, like two hub cities and that's about it or one hub city they could have they could have done it in yeah they could have done it all in texas like they could yeah or but even like i don't know atlanta atlanta could do it or atlanta too yeah but yeah or florida even there's a sh- like they have the whole or arizona they have the um spring training facilities in arizona. arizona could probably do it with all these super but, stadiums they've got now yeah, I, I yeah. had a conversation with a friend of ours, uh, and I was just thinking, like, yeah, when global warming finally becomes like, you know, so unbearable to like travel at all, uh, it'll probably go back to the bubble. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. We're all gonna just be in air conditioning the entire time. But yeah, and then we'll be accelerating the our extinction even further. But hey. It's yeah, 10 degrees outside, fun. and everything's on fire, so we can't breathe the air, so... Oh, God. I i can't even imagine. I... Yeah. We've got you in California, and a couple other friends, and, and my buddy Miles, and in Oregon, and Olivia's family in Seattle, and, like, it's just... The, the entire West Coast is totally yeah. fucked. Mm-hmm. And I am feeling for you guys thank you terrible it's like uh if uh if you know if like something like this happened every year like we we would be prepared to fight these fires if you know yeah you know this is kind of new it like blindsided the state really (laughs) and gavin Newsom is like somebody should do something about this (laughs) you need to vote everyone vote yeah, one vote Fuck equals off. Uh, one bucket of water thrown on the fire. Uh, uh, one vote Christ. equals one uh, convict uh, putting out a fire. <laughs> yeah. God. He's in prison. Well, at over, least. Uh, Jesus. The, yeah, the very least he could do is be like, hey, we'll, we'll let these guys be firefighters after they get released. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to make them be firefighters. Yeah. He, he said that some of them can become firefighters now. Yeah. Yeah, depending on their charge, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's like, all our, fuck's it's sake. It's like, damn, we can't fight these fires because all our slaves have COVID. <laughs> oh, man. 
who knew this would come to bite us in the ass? <laughs> Ugh. God, I love America. Yeah, we're um, shit's uh, shit's going wild. I'm. We lead the world. Real curious. We lead the world in go. many fields. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying that we lead the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll drink to that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, what have you guys been eating over the last uh, five months or so that we, we that we haven't Well, talked? let me see. Let me pull out my notebook here. Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> <laughs> Food diary. Yeah. There's been a, I mean, there's been a lot. I, I have to remember all the things that I've done and, and been. And I, I was in fucking, I, I, I was in North Dakota for two and a half months. And you were in bean so, fields, is that correct? I, I was in bean fields and corn fields and doing, uh, doing archaeology, and it was, it was awesome. But also, North Dakota is super conservative, and, uh, and. No one there thinks you should wear a mask. That's an exaggeration. As time went on, it became more like more people wore masks. But uh, when I left, it was like what they were like opening up bars and everything. So mm-hmm. shit was fucked. But I did eat some good food in North Dakota. Surprisingly, um, there was a pizza place uh, pretty close to my apartment called Nardello's which was the family was from New Jersey so it was like real Italian shit uh, it was like delicious New York uh, New Jersey style slices and, and pies it was very good um, and there are two there's a there's a big boy in uh, in Bismarck oh. which was absolutely delicious which is not connected to Bob's I was gonna say it's, it's a not different Bob's big boy it's a different... So the thing with Big Boy is that they franchised the shit uh-huh. out of it. It got super popular. and then But their franchise agreements are really weird. Um, so you ended up getting a lot of regional variation in in the uh, Big Boy franchises. And so you have like specific names attached to them. So in Ohio, they're known as like Frishes. And then in California, it's Bob's. Or in, in Burbank or whatever, it's Bob's. Um and then other places you have different names for it. But in Bismarck, it's just the Bismarck Big Boy. Uh, and they're known for a couple things. One of them is the Pizza Burger, Ooh. which sucked shit. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, gravy, uh, which was completely flavorless gloop uh, that they serve with every combo meal. But uh, the, the classic Big Boy is just like a better Big Mac, and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. And their French fries, I think, are still fried in beef fat, which is delicious, like old McDonald's style. So good. Um, and uh, they have really good fried chicken, too. So, yeah, the big boy in Bismarck was great. And then there's an, there was a drive-in called Scotty's, which was really fun, that I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, that was just kind of a classic kind of kind of diner drive-in kind of place. It was great. Um, and I ate a lot of Taco John's. Because Taco John's is big in North Dakota, which I've discussed here on the pod mm. before, but it's um, it's like uh, white people. It's like even whiter Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's not even Taco Juan. It's Taco John. Yeah, it's Taco John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're based in Wyoming. That's uh, that's all you need to know. So. Yeah, I mean, I have been 
I, I wouldn't say I've been eating out too much terribly, but um, I started getting more into gardening. Um, I built my own uh, garden box and started growing some stuff. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, I think the, probably the biggest success is I've got like one decent pumpkin that's grown, and it's now ripe. Um, but I also have been growing a lot of basil, and uh, I grew some like really big cucumbers, and then they all of a sudden just went yellow and died. <laughs> Yeah, cucumbers have like a very, very, very short yeah. window. So but I was like, this doesn't look ripe, and then I guess I just waited too long. Yeah. But I got some Brussels sprouts on, on deck, so I'm excited for that to come Ooh, in. Hell yeah. And I think, on the stock. And I think like, a, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was just very, um, not to like say that we're close or in the middle or end, but just when lockdown started, um, I was like getting really into uh, making like uh, Korean side dishes and like pickled uh, vegetables so i was making like my own kimchi and very uh like altering with different recipes and it all pretty much came out pretty well I, i've been growing also like my own nappy cabbages but they haven't turned out quite exactly how i wanted them to yeah. be they just yeah nappy cabbage might be the best leafy green i love it so much it's so crunchy and delicious mm -hmm. god i love nappy cabbage uh, I've been saving my little green onion stalks and then just regrowing them, uh, and uh, it works pretty well. Uh, also, like garlic too. Yeah, man. Um, just that, you, that, it's the money machine right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start like turning these out and then just like it's like printing money. Exactly. Basically. Free produce. <laughs> Disg yeah, it was so funny when when quarantine started and people were like discovering that gardening existed mm -hmm. and it was like it's like what things grow holy shit yeah. it's really great but it's cool that like people are actually getting like edible food out of it which is very fun mm -hmm. um and also yeah. like uh community gardens i feel like are getting more attention now mm -hmm. and uh i think i think having like regional like really local specific local gardens is a good thing overall. Oh, totally. We should do this after quarantine too. It gets rid of the monoculture, and it and it gets people kind of making, having a much more diverse diet, and and it's better for the soil and all that. You you're not like getting vegetables shipped up from South America and everything like that. Yeah, I just learned everything. something crazy about shipping food. So near my house, I I live near the port of New Orleans, and. Uh, there's this whole refrigerated warehouse, and the whole thing is for shipping dark meat, chicken, like dark meat poultry, like to China. What? Because like certain places, like Canes, only use the white meat or Popeyes. Oh wow! And holy shit! So they ship all the dark meat to China, and that's somehow that's cheap. nuts. It's crazy. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yes it's true i'm just thinking about like but, what it was before they were like well we only use the white meat what are we going to do with this dark meat and eh, just throw it in that bin over well, there well feed it to the other chickens yeah that yes. too they could have done that yeah feed it to their hogs Ugh, that's awful I know, wow what? that's like so incredibly like I mean, dark meat's better than white meat yes. fucking sue me yes it is oh jeez there's this little uh, corner store I've talked about it before, Hanks. They sell like 89 cent dark meat, 
uh, fried oh. chicken. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like so bad for you. That sounds incredibly gnarly. <laughs> I mean, it's so it it tastes so good, but it's so bad oh, yeah. for you. <laughs> Eighty nine cent dark meat. Fucking hey, I I am a lover of I love chicken livers too, um, which is just like I know it's gross, but like any any chicken liver pate fried fried chicken livers fucking love that shit all right that does sound um good. yeah when you fry something yeah <laughs> oh yeah well like in uh, if i could order extra pate i mean i'm sure i could on on bon me i would absolutely do it it's like i love pate so much mm-hmm. but um i'm missing bon me and i know there's so many great places in minneapolis i just haven't been able to try them a lot of them are shut down so like can't but i miss i miss bon mi and, and saigon sandwich mm. and everything but. there's a lot of great bon mi around new orleans oh i'm sure and uh there's this place called hong kong market and i just like finished like a can of thai tea that i bought there which i like i didn't i didn't really taste it before but i ended up really liking it it was kind of like this nice uh bedtime warm drink that didn't like have caffeine in it Mm. at least i don't think it does <laughs> um, anyway i would drink it before bed uh but also there's like this little kitchen in the store and it's a it's a really cool international food store and then really? they, they sell like three four dollar on me's god they're so cheap yeah, it's ridiculous so, like, the whole meal i don't know how they i don't i do not know how they afford to sell them so my cheap. dad like every yeah. once in a while will get like a a craving for banh mi sandwiches and there's only one place he goes to because it's probably like one of the best places here in like socal so he'll drive like maybe 20 minutes out of his way like there's no freeway to get there you have to take surface streets oh jeez. and Whoa. so it's it. in like this parking lot it's right next to like kind of a small asian supermarket and right next to it is like a laundromat and like it's a really gnarly like parking lot and nice. originally the sandwiches they sold there were 225 Kid you not. Whew. And now, Incredible. after all the hype and all the LA Times articles, they're five twenty-five. <laughs> still under six bucks. I know, but it's still incredible. Like, about like what they used to be, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, shit's wild. I, yeah, I, I, I really need to find a place in, in Minneapolis. There's actually a chain, um, called. Now I gotta remember it. Um, but there's a chain of on me. Um, places in St. in Minneapolis um, that I am that I need to try out but St. Cloud doesn't have anything because there's no culture here um, how long of a drive is it from you to Minneapolis it's like an like an hour it's it's not mm-hmm. bad at all um, I go every week or so but yeah it's it's really easy it's called lose sandwiches is the chain in in Minneapolis. There's like four or five locations. Um, but they look great. Um, but yeah, there's there's one really good uh, Vietnamese place here in, in St. Cloud, but they don't do banh mi. They, they're mostly just pho and um, like pork chops mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, it's still great. Love that shit. But, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, is there anything yeah. lately that you've been like kind of either missing about like how life was before this all started? <laughs> the before times. Yeah. The before times. Because I've been watching a lot of uh, the Spurs documentary on Amazon, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
it's I, I there was another podcast I was listening to that there the uh, it was a sports uh, football one and they were talking about like yeah like I really miss like I was watching the Spurs documentary and I just got emotional watching all the crowds and all all the people and I was like yeah those were those were decent times you know yeah I um I mean Olivia and I got season tickets for uh, Minnesota Ooh. United did you get a refund at least and. Yeah, uh, or they're they're crediting it to our account for next mm. season, um, and they're not raising prices at all, which is nice. But um, yeah, it's just like we so we we went to Florida for my spring break, uh, got back on like March 9th, and then that week is when everything just shut down. Um, and the first home game was supposed to be March 15th. And we were so ready and we were so excited to go to our first home game as season ticket holders. And it was going to be amazing. And it was like, it all got shut down. So can't do it. So that that's really, really missing that. Um, but then just like going, like, I like to just go to bars and just like have a cheap mm-hmm. beer. It's, I love that. Um, and uh, and like going to bars with friends and can't do that anymore. It's I'm really missing it. Tim, what about you? Uh, Miss anything? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, Clara showed me this one bar that has open mic night, which is great. And there's this one dude who like we went we we went in like in non consecutive weeks, but he was there, and his whole gig is just like narrating old episodes of Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> and oh, shit. my favorite act because That's so good. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily tell jokes, but he just like describes the episode. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> I can listen That's to him all really day. fucking good. <laughs> Is it like oh, in wow. a very deadpan monotone kind of like delivery? No, he's animated. He's like, oh. and then the temple spirit jumps out and like grabs the person and like tries to push them off the platform. Yeah. So, so does wait. So he's just sitting up there describing what happens in an episode. Oh, he's not like sitting. there's he's no around. But there's but there's no like video or anything. It's just like no, him just talking. No, no, no. This is a very low production open mic night Fuck. stand up. This is like black box theater. That's <laughs> he's. That's incredible outsider art. Um, yeah, I think he's a genius. That's really fucking funny. Yeah, I'm, I love I'm it. really into that. Like he's one one of those acts where I'm just genuinely smiling the whole time. That's that's always <laughs> nice to see like a performer where you're not like laughing at them, but like you're just like this is actually really nice, you know? This is really fun. Yeah, like the whole ethos of just talking about what he really loves. Which is Legend of the Hidden <laughs> Temple, hosted by Olmec, the talking pet. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, like, New Orleans, what's great about New Orleans is, like, there's people on the streets and the sidewalks and just hanging out. and People on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> now you can't get close to them. And then it was, mm-hmm. it was super nice, like, early in quarantine, they had shut down the golf course, and people were just picnicking, because there's so much space, you could just, like hang out with your little like family that sounds great oh, wait. and then the fucking golfers came back yeah and i hate them 
and I wrote a mm. poem about how, how they're cannibals. Do you have it handy on you? <laughs> I do. Okay. You guys want to hear my poem? I would poem? love to. I do want to hear your poem. Okay. Let me see if we can find it. It's in my notes. While you bring it up, uh, I just want to say that like I worked on a golf course, and the amount of... Uh, the amount of gasoline that they use just to keep it maintained every single day is insane. I didn't even think about uh, that. And the amount of watering they do is also absolutely insane. Especially in places like California and oh, Arizona. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Where they, it's a yeah. fucking desert and they're using precious water. No, it should just be like, to... we should make like sand dunes. Like, it's all just sand. And you can... Like, yeah. you know how and they have, like, like Australian Open or, uh, for, like, tennis, and they just yeah. play on sand instead of, like, grass? Yeah. Or, like, it, clay it, it's clay, or I think, and in, like, France, it's France, grass. France, they play or, in clay. I think, yeah, I think you're right about the clay. French Open is clay, and then they play in grass in England, but, like, the like they don't have to water it that much. They also don't have to fucking mow it that much. They just have to fucking keep it, as, like, a single layer, like, once every, like once in a while, they gotta bring it down. And you just have to change the game a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And this golf course is a great place to smoke pot. Um, <laughs> and also, like, ride your bike around at night and, like, mess up the greens a little bit. Love it. Uh, okay, I found my phone. It's called, it's Audubon Park. So this is titled Audubon Golf Gould. <laughs> Bougie Absent Fathers. The white dad golfers, club in hand colonizers, soak up the sun and piss it out on the shoes of granny joggers. Hail of balls, fall from the blue, decapitate the morning walk. Decaf PJs and blood spilled, slew by the mound men's missile. Goliath kills David with stone to head. Cannibals club fresh meat, dine on swan neck, tear off turtle heads. Sharp-jawed Johnny, teeth sharp as teas. Chases children, catch and kill. Sandy sand trap, punji pit. Snags family and lunch bag. Green-eyed Glenn slithers behind them. His work murderous. Polo shirt Pete eats sweet meats and breads from a corpse's head. Men of the green hills stained red. Whose carts grind to dust the bones of dead skaters. Pluto on a loose leash can't find master. But for a pair of disembodied sneakers. He's gone, dog. At the bottom of the water, uptown ghouls abound like roving, roving hyenas, wielding metal phalli to hoard the greenery. Vomiting drunks and raged, bedrooled lips, saliva falls at the thoughts of the next killing spree. Shrieks of four, last thing you hear forevermore. That's really good, man. That, that was awesome. beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I like the punji pit reference. That was yeah. very beautiful, Tim. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I was That's great. inspired by uh, uh, I don't like golfing. <laughs> okay, w- one time, alright, there's this one golfer like who accidentally hit his ball like on the opposite side of like the jogging trail like around the perimeter of the park and mm-hmm. he straight up took his shot from the outside of the jogging pit and there was this grandma who was like running and like <laughs> he didn't even like look at her. <laughs> Golfers are awful. I I worked on a golf course and I was a, I did like grounds for them and we'd get there at four a.m. to get ahead of the guys that would get there at seven a.m. to start golfing before they went to work. Oh wow! And they'd get mad at us if if we got in their way trying to do our fucking jobs. It's like, hey, 
but we're keeping it like we we keep it looking good for you. Can you please just fuck off for a second and like maybe come after work, uh, like like a normal person? But yeah, it's just golf is so wasteful, and it's for people that can afford hundreds of dollars in clubs and all that. And yeah, yeah, it's extremely exclusive. So this is kind of related to golf, but um, I've been watching a lot of The Sopranos lately, and you know <laughs> Tony he goes golfing, and there's a whole episode where he goes with his neighbors to the to the rich people uh, uh, country club to go golf. And uh, anyways, point of the story is um, I've been getting really into like um, this one Italian um, deli that uh, is near my house. Like it's in walking distance. Like it's maybe like mile a little over a mile walk for me and they make these they only make one sandwich in the back and there's this 80 plus year old man or actually he might be in his 90s and all he does is just like oversees the store and they make one sandwich and it's just like freshly baked loaf with um a layer of a little bit of olive oil um they got mortadelle um they got some uh salami and i think some ham and by its maybe but they got the they got some, they got the prosciutto, but I will go there and I will get um, some fresh mozzarella, take it back, get some basil from my garden, add a little bit of tomato, cut that a little bit, pretty thin, and add a little bit of uh, balsamic vinaigrette and ooh, baby. That I love a cold Italian like a, a Italian cold cut sandwich is. Up there with the best sandwich. It is really good. This this one place, and yeah. uh, not too long ago, Tiana and I went to the beach, and we just took those sandwiches. And my God, were they! Oof. It was like a euphoric feeling being being by the beach, eating those sandwiches. Oh. But that feeling was was beach. quickly uh, eliminated once more people started showing up at the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a beach sandwich is is a great. That is a great meal. Listen, I put a lot of thought into well, the cooler that I bring when I go to the beach. That is like oh, yeah. the most important. Yeah, thing. I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, yeah, we haven't, we gotta have enough beer for gotta the day. Gotta also have enough water. Gotta and have some, some enough fresh water. Fruit maybe uh, get it loaded up with some, some ice. Snacks. Get some, get some takis. Yep. Get some hot, uh, some Cheeto puffs. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm. Perfect. I, yeah, Olivia and I had a, uh, we had a. We had a beach sandwich moment in in Minneapolis a couple weekends ago. It was gorgeous. It was like seventy five degrees out. We're just like, hey, let's let's go get lunch and go to the beach. We'll get sandwiches, and ah, uh, oh, it was perfect. It was idyllic. What did you have over in Florida when you were at the beach, Tim? So uh, we were at a campsite, um, so we could cook over a fire, mm. and the so we had s'mores, of course. And also, uh, my friend Colin was, like, in a grill master mood. He was uh, grilling it up. He got steaks grilled and then uh, cut those up. Uh, he made, like, he grilled some, some peppers and made a salsa uh, and uh, got the uh, queso fresco and uh, avocado and Ooh. made some tacos. Ooh, beautiful. Uh, Lovely. It was a really good steak. It was really well cooked. Fantastic. Juicy. And, uh... Yeah, just a few uh, semi-warm beers. Uh, the cooler didn't work that great. Uh, uh, what was left of my pie and some like uh, 
salt and vinegar chips. Mm. Yeah, it was nice. pretty top notch. That sounds great. Oh, also Chick Fil A. We got. <laughs> Don't don't tell anybody, but we got some Chick Fil A. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And my God, they're efficient. Like the the they the, uh, they are the uh, drive-through line did like almost it was wrapped almost two full times around the building. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was like an outer circle that snaked into the inner circle. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and they had like a guy directing traffic, so like the inner circle could like exit and like drive yep. through the outer circle. And they were there. They like took your order and like swiped your card, and you were done. Just go to the window, yep. and you're out of there. Yep, my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, they're they're that shit's intense. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, uh, also, Clara recommends Publix, the oh yeah the grocery store. That's a great beach sandwich. Yeah, but she Clara was talking about the sandwich, and yeah, oh yeah, uh, we didn't get them, but Clara got one. Mm. Um, and she swears by it, so I trust, the, I trust the, her. The Publix uh, Buffalo Chicken Tender Sandwich is just, it's fantastic. It's so good. It's a, it's a Florida staple. Uh, uh, Clara, Gulf, Gulf Coast staple. Clara, ja- Jackson recommends the Buffalo Chicken Strip Sandwich at Publix. Yeah, she's not a yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. My family would go to Orange Beach, Alabama, which is probably pretty close to where I've, I've been there. Yeah, it is close. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we used to go there every couple of years. And <sighs> yeah, Publix is Publix is so great. I love it. It's a great grocery chain. But uh, yeah, nice. I have been getting quite a lot of of fast food in quarantine just because it's mm-hmm. so easy. Um, and I and I have renewed renewed a love for for burger king which i didn't have before burger king but the but the impossible whopper is quite good i'm a fan um and those onion rings are gross but they're great <laughs> you know what fan. i was craving the other day some jack in the box jalapeno peppers uh i have never been to jack what? in the box <laughs> and well they don't have them like they don't have them out here they've been to hardy's yeah, well, so like Hardy's, Hardy's, Carl's Jr. We got Hardy's. Oh, sorry, ever... I thought that was an alternate name for Jack. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Carl's Jr. <laughs> on the West Coast. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I would say like um, I, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a frequent frequenter of uh, fast food, but I do love like a lot of like side dishes. So like whenever I went to like um, Five Guys, I've literally never eaten a burger there. Let me say this. I've never oh, eaten wow. a burger there, but I've always gotten like fries and like a grilled cheese with like a bunch of things in it, like jalapenos, like yeah. and other things, yeah. like onions or whatever, mushrooms. Their burgers are good. I, I'm though. sure they are, but I I've would. just I I don't know. There's something about like me. I cannot eat a burger at a yeah. place. So I'll, you know, if I go to like a Jack in the Box, I'll be like, oh, let me get like uh, fries or the jalapeno poppers, and those poppers are are yeah, delicious, man. I mean. You ever get the, the egg I've rolls? I've never had the egg rolls, but, you know, I think also, which are, like, a guilty pleasure that are pretty decent, are those tacos that they got there. Two for one. Two for yeah. one tacos, yeah. I remember every time the Lakers I, won a game, you got free tacos from Jack in the Box. Ooh. I really want to try them, because, like, I'm, I'm very into the deep-fried taco thing. 
Um, so have you ever I, had uh, or yeah. heard of um, God, Tito's Tacos in like Culver City, California? So I have heard of them because the Doughboys always reference their their ad, um, and I've never been there. I've never lived in Southern California. I don't I don't know why I know this, but the the only thing better than a Tito's Taco is two, and that's uh, apparently a jingle that they have. Um, that I know for some fucking stupid Yeah, the one that they have right now is like, I love Tito's Tacos. (laughs) Something, da-da-da. Yeah, we had a... Was that like we just figured out... It's kind of to that tune. (laughs) We had these two accountants when I used to work at Sony, which is in Culver City, that were like, hey, like every, maybe every other week, they were like, hey, should we go to, can we go to Tito's Tacos for lunch? And it was, like, one of the, like, worst places to order from because it's just, like, the logistics of it are very hard. Like, they just give you, like, a box and they're just, like, yeah, everything is in the box. And then you have to, like, open the box, count how many tacos and all this and, you know, it's it's not fun. But food is, like, all right. But I think you would like that place, Jackson. Oh, I definitely would. I, whenever I'm in Southern California, I like to go to El Pollo Loco, too, because they're, (laughs) like, their regular chicken taco is just it's delicious it's deep fried and it's fantastic i really like el pollo loco um but i have this uh vivid memory of being in the drive-thru of pollo loco with my uncle and they were telling him that they ran out of chicken he's like how you run out of fucking chicken it's in your fucking name (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how they ran out of chicken but that's wild but they did (laughs) I would be too yeah I do really I mean yeah Apollo Loco does they they have some good shit yeah I mean we got we got Culver's in the Midwest which I mean makes up for quite a bit Um, never had their butter burger in the four years that I lived there never had it (laughs) what the fuck oh my god I I cannot bring myself to have like I've had chicken tenders there from uh, Culver's and I've had okay. Those are I've good. had uh, are good. cheese curds and French fries, but it, and maybe like yeah. uh, some ice cream. But so is it the? Do you get a burger at like? Yeah, In-N-Out? I'll get it from there. But like, that's maybe the only place I can think of that I will order a burger for. Basket. Oh my god! So I would argue. So Culver's has similar quality to In and Out. I would say if if very very mm-hmm. similar. Um, if you're talking beef, because um, they never. They have fresh frozen, never frozen beef. Uh, a better butter burger, a better. Oh fuck! They have a rhyme, and I can't remember what it is. But they don't, they don't freeze their meat, and it's delicious. Yep. When I visited Tim in New Orleans, I so. had raisin canes, which was uh, oh, yeah. delicious. I can eat mm. fried chicken probably anywhere. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. I I, I just tried Five Guys burger, huh? burger for the first time, and it was great. Yes, it was. It is a really, sloppy mess. It was really good, Quentin. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I'm missing out. I'm, I'm sure I am missing out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think we've reached our hour uh, on the pod on our catch up. Yes, sir. I think I've I've finished yes, my drink. Have. I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah, quite a while yes, ago. My Gatorade and truly is done. <laughs> so I know we normally. Uh, I, I think we should still stick to the format of how we normally close out the pod. So, Tim, would you do the honors yes. of explaining how we close this out? Yeah, do we want to do plugs first? Do we have anything to plug? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll plug I again know. the Italian uh, market that I mentioned. It's called Roma Market on Washington or on Mountain Street in Pasadena, near the border of Altadena. Like it's on Mountain and Lake. Uh, right across the street, there is a Big Lots and a Popeye's Chicken. So it's nice. got <laughs> yeah, it's got sandwich. three great locations like within walking distance. <laughs> Location, location, And then there's location. a public park not too far away. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Just order the sandwich. Don't just nice. say, just say you just want the sandwich and that's it. Yeah, all and, right. uh, nice. socials, Gina Latino Q. That's about all you need to know on Twitter. Alright. Oh, uh, I, I, in the, in this, uh, interim time, I got, uh, my Twitter account suspended, uh, because I was, uh, <laughs> jokingly posting spam at Quentin. <laughs> And uh, I got my account got flagged as spam, and that's really funny. They never ever reinstated it, um, because I'm a threat to the online community <laughs> when I'm messing with my friends. But my new Twitter handle is at Picante Pikachu, um, which is very funny. Uh, and yeah, just it's the same shit. Um, so if you want to find me and and catfish me, go do that. <laughs> and nice. uh, don't do that. Uh, follow my Instagram, Tim Dimmick. Uh, you'll find it. Uh, and um, if I could plug a restaurant, I'll, I'll plug Publix. Go find a Publix. <laughs> <laughs> that Gulf Coast, that Gulf Coast grocery chain. I think they're also in South Carolina. Yeah. Yes, they are. Um, I changed my Twitter handle. Um. So I am now at Jax Rebo, J-A-X-R-E-B-O, um, nice. which is a Star Star Wars reference, um, because I love that dumb blue elephant. <laughs> um, I thought because you loved Jedi Rocks so in that's... the sixth movie. Because you're like, <laughs> yeah, you get to see him a lot more in that Jedi Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love... Uh... Oh, fuck. Slice Noodle. <laughs> um, anyway... Uh, follow me at Jax Rebo cross platforms, and I'm gonna plug um, Able Brewhouse and Cedary or Seed House and Brewery, um, and Minnesota Nice Minnesota Nice Cream, MN Nice Cream. Um, they're in Northeast Minneapolis, uh, right across the street. There's a really cool. Uh, dog place called Uncle Johnny's I want to say uh, hot dog place and um, yeah great little area check it out great beer great ice cream they have a barbecue truck out, out front too fantastic also uh, follow Boobie's podcast on Twitter yeah we should probably add the, the uh, podcast to Spotify too at some point yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that Joe Rogan deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Then the podcasts are going to be like five hours long. Mm-hmm. And uh, and liberals are going to talk about how their endorsement doesn't mean it, our endorsement doesn't yeah, mean we'll anything. We'll replace Tim with Tim Pool. Um. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> I can shave my head. <laughs> Lose your lose your hair and wear a beanie. Mm-hmm. Ew, okay, what right winger um, right winged podcaster are you going to be replaced by, Jackson? <laughs> um, 
Let's see. I think for me, I'll, I'll uh, be replaced by that dude who lives in uh, Malaysia that is always complaining about the U.S. Uh, I think his name. <laughs> Miles. Ian yeah, Chong. that's gonna be me. Yeah, Miles Ian Chong or Ian Miles Chong. Um, I'll be replaced by uh, Jacob Wall. <laughs> yes. Oh my uh, god. Perfect. Uh, oh, also, I want to plug uh, Jacob Wall's uh, OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> he's been work- guys, he's been working out. Oh, uh, god. <laughs> that. That man. Uh, selling Jacob Wool selling feet picks. <laughs> All right. All right, Tim. Close it out. All right, uh, so <laughs> Tim, how do we close it out? Guys, we better close it out. Uh, so we like to say uh, to clink our glasses and thank each other for this time and say Provecho. One, two, three. Provecho. Provecho. Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J O N N Y.